if you have a big goal, how are you going to be successful, right? That's the question most of us ask, but instead, maybe we should be asking, who do you need to help you? What does it mean to love and work well? And how do I pursue what truly matters? Working at the intersection of business and psychology, I help you answer these questions and more so you can focus priorities, inspire change, lead with courage, and live with more joy today. Hi, I'm Dr. Melissa Smith. Welcome to the Pursue What Matters podcast, where we focus on what it takes to thrive in love and work. Well, it is another month and time for another excellent book review. And I am actually pretty excited about this book. So I came across this book as part of a leadership development um group I am in. And, you know, I saw the title and I was like, "Hmm, okay, well, we'll see. Um, And one of the co-authors of the book, um, I've read some of his other books, so I know he does good stuff, but I just wasn't, wasn't sure what I thought about the topic. But let me tell you, as I jumped into this book, Uh, It really pulled at me and had me thinking about my own business, my own team, um, certainly had me thinking about the leadership work I do every day. And that it's it's actually a game changer book. And I think it's it helps us to shift our approach to our work and our biggest goals. And so I really have been um, impacted positively by this book. And I hope you can too. I hope you will be too. And so um, I, I want to introduce this great book called Who, Not How. And this is by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Okay. And so, you know, Dan Sullivan is the founder of Strategic Coach, and he has been an incredibly um, successful leadership coach um, for many years and um, has an incredible organization and does all sorts of amazing work um, every day with leaders and helping them to be more effective. And uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy is a psychologist. I want to say he's a developmental psychologist. I'm not positive, but um, some of his other books include, so he wrote Personality Isn't Permanent, Break Free from Self-Limiting Beliefs and Rewrite Your Story, which um, I have read and it's really, it's very good. And then the other book is Willpower Doesn't Work, Discover the Hidden Keys to Success. And so, like I mentioned, I had read some of his other books and I think he does a lot of really good work in the leadership space. And so these two came together to really talk about one of uh, Dan Sullivan's core concepts in his strategic coaching with this, which is about this idea of who, not how. So who do you need to help you to be successful versus how? How do you how do you approach a problem, right? And for many of us, we we focus on like working harder, working longer, um, hustling more, and really we should be focusing on you know who can help us, right? Like who are the cheerleaders that we need? Who are the consultants we need? Who are the collaborators we need? Who are the challengers we need? Um, and and really pay attention to 
um, accelerating our growth by having the right people on our team. Now, that might not necessarily be your work team, although it certainly can be, but it's, it's, I want you to think about it as the people in your corner, right? And I just did, um, a podcast on this topic last week. So the five people you need in your corner, which I talk about the five, five people, um, that you need in your corner. And so that's really, um, the idea behind this book is focusing on who can help you grow. And so let's learn a little bit more about this book. So again, it's titled Who, Not How, The Formula to Achieve Bigger Goals Through Accelerating Teamwork um, by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. So, uh, you know, just quickly, I think that this is a really important book for any small business owner and any entrepreneur, right? I mean, you're used to being scrappy. You're used to doing a lot of things in your business. You're used to, you know, holding or wearing six or seven different hats. And, you know, that's often necessary in the early days of your business, right? When you're just getting started, you might be bootstrapping. Um, But in order to grow, in order to scale, in order to, you know, reach your vision goals for your organization, you need to level up, right? Like you need to um, enlist more people because if we just think about scaling or growing, it would be completely unreasonable to assume that, you know, you only need one or two people or that that would even be feasible. And so I think that um, a danger or, or a problem that I see so many entrepreneurs and small business owners um make, so it's a mistake that they make, is they try and do too much for too long in their companies and um, it stalls their growth. And I will just say personally, I I battle with this um, tension. It's not that I don't want to, you know, hire more or bring on some of the specialists or consultants or um, collaborators, but what I find personally is I just, I get stuck doing the work and, and so I don't feel like I have the time or the energy or the bandwidth to actually stop and consider, okay, who do I need and how do I find them? Um, which is totally backward thinking because, you know, well, first of all, it does take energy. It does take time, but the sooner I can, you know, get after that process, um, you know, the sooner that, things are taken off my um, plate and I'm able to really focus in on the work that I can do best and, you know, the work that only I can do. And so I do think this becomes a mental block for a lot of small business owners and entrepreneurs. I think also like if you're managing a group, right, if you're in a larger corporation, um, this mindset can catch us all the time because there's maybe a scarcity mindset. There's maybe a really, um, tight control over um, budgets and you know it's it's maybe like pulling teeth to to get more resources for the work that you do and so I think regardless of of what your work looks like and the setting this concept can be really helpful to really pay attention to you know who who do you need to help you to be successful 
Okay, so let's learn a little bit about these authors. So Dan Sullivan is the world's foremost expert on entrepreneurship and has coached more successful entrepreneurs than anyone on the planet. Now, that's quite a distinction right there. He is the co-founder of Strategic Coach, the leading entrepreneurial coaching program in the world and author of more than 50 publications on entrepreneurial success. Over the past 30 plus years, Strategic Coach, which is his company, has provided teaching and training to more than 20,000 entrepreneurs. So pretty significant, right? Like, I mean, he's he's done his time. He's certainly um, a, a, a very well-respected and seasoned um coach when it comes to leadership. And then uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy is an organizational psychologist, so not developmental psychologist, sorry. That won't really matter to anyone except the psychologist, but he's an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of Willpower Doesn't Work and Personality Isn't Permanent. His blogs have been read by more than 100 million people and are featured on Forbes, Fortune, CNBC, Cheddar, Big Think, and others. He's a regular contributor to Inc. and Psychology Today. And from 2015 to 2018, he was the number one writer in the world on medium.com. And um, so that's a little bit about uh, Benjamin Hardy. So now let's see. So this book came out in 2020. I want to say it came out in late 2020. Um, Don't quote me on that one, but it did come out in 2020. So it hasn't been out too long. Um, but it's 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 really good. So here is some praise um, for the book. And I, th- I think there are some great um, endorsements here. So Dan Sullivan is the ultimate coach for entrepreneurs. I've been learning from him for over 20 years. Anyone who reads Who Not How will know exactly how the best entrepreneurs create freedom. And that's by David Bach, New York Times bestselling author. Um, and again, I would just say, if you don't feel like you're an entrepreneur, um, don't check out because I think that the, these principles have application in so many settings. And then another endorsement, uh, since I met Dan Sullivan, my perspective on freedom and success has never been the same. I can't get enough of his wisdom and cherish his teaching. The impact on my family and me has been significant. Dan is hands down the best coach for anyone looking to find and then execute the entrepreneurial life they were put on this earth to live. So that's Mark Tim, a serial entrepreneur and co-author of Mentor to... um, millions. And um, let's see. So from Joe Polish, founder of Genius Network, he says, this new book by my good friends, Dan Sullivan and Ben Hardy provides one of the biggest secrets to success. The concept will allow you to free up thousands of hours, build a star team to support your vision, accomplish your goals faster than you ever thought possible and do it all without running yourself ragged. So that's the part that I really tune into. It's one of the most effective strategies for experiencing greater freedom, fulfillment and fun while achieving your biggest, most ambitious goals. And I think that that endorsement right there speaks to um, a common phenomenon for so many small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, You know, they have, you know, you have this dream and you have this vision maybe of what you can create. And, um, and then as you get into the work, because of course you're just starting out um, because maybe you're bootstrapping. um, If you're not careful, your dream runs the risk of ruining your life, right? Your dream runs the risk of really 
um, becoming a nightmare and not because, you know, the business is a nightmare or the work is a nightmare or, you know, you're not on your path, but because the work can be so demanding. It can just be so unrelenting, right? And for many um, small business owners and entrepreneurs, right, you have this independent spirit. You like, you know, you're scrappy, you like to um, be unconventional and um, not go the safe route. And you're a hard worker, right? Because anyone that goes into, uh, starts a small business, uh, you've got to be a hard worker or you know, clearly you won't um, be successful. We know that hard work alone is not enough. But the the vulnerability for a lot of small business owners is that, again, you try to do too much um, in your business for too long. And that becomes a problem. And that's when your business, you know, can run the risk of actually becoming an albatross around your neck. And we don't want that. And I have, I've absolutely felt that way, um, in my own business. And that makes me so sad because I know in those moments, it takes me away from my sense of purpose. And in those moments, that's when I know, okay, it's time to start looking for help, right? It's time to reassess first of all, how I'm doing things, but also who I need to help me in the work. Um, And so that's what this book is all about. So let's take a look at some of the really key points in this book. And so I'm just going to share a few. Obviously, we're not going to try and cover everything in the book, but my hope is with the podcast, when we do the book reviews, it can give you a nice flavor for um for the book for the premise of the book some of the key points that you know i believe could can help you to thrive in love and work and of course every week with the podcast my goal is to help you pursue what matters and strengthen your confidence to lead i try to do that by uh, in three ways so leading with clarity leading with curiosity or leading and building a community and so primarily this um this book and this podcast is really focused on community. So building and leading a community. Who do you need to help you? Okay, so now let's jump into the key concepts that um, that I think can help you to thrive in love and work. Okay, so this book really includes four um, four key concepts. So there are four parts in the book. This is also a quick read. So this will not take you long. It's user-friendly and it's well-organized. So I'm always a fan um, of those types of books. But so the four parts include first, freedom of time, second, freedom of money, three, freedom of relationship, and four, freedom of purpose. And so they really introduced the book with this idea that most of us, you know, when we are setting out to accomplish something, right, we ask, right, what are you trying to accomplish? So this is where you think about vision. This is where you think about purpose and a big goal. Um, And if you're like most people, um, the first thing you do when you imagine a bigger future um, for yourself, you ask yourself, how do I achieve this goal? Which I think is not a bad question, right? So I want to be clear about that. 
But, so I I don't think it's a bad question, but here's what they say. Although this question seems intuitive, it's actually the worst possible question you could ask, assuming you want to be happy and successful. And I think that that speaks to, you know, if you're not careful, your dreams will ruin your life, right? Like it'll become so burdensome. Um, But this... Um, this is the question most of us ask, and they say that this happens because this is what we're taught in our educational system, within our society. We're taught from a young age, especially if, um, especially here um, in the U.S., to be independent, and that if we get help from others, it might be cheating, or it might be, it might mean that we're lazy, or we didn't, you know, really earn it. And so that kind of thinking can kind of be unhelpful for us. And so, of course, the authors encourage us to ask a different question. And so they talk about a new and better question. So you've got to stop asking yourself, how can I accomplish this? Because he says, they say that that question, it leads to actually mediocre results, frustration, and a life of regrets. Wow. So that's a pretty big claim. But what they say, um, the better question is, right? A much better question to ask is, who can help me achieve this? Okay, and so what they say here is the simplicity of this new question may deceive you at first glance, but think about it for a second. Um, What would happen in your life if you asked this question about everything you wanted to accomplish, right? Who can help me with this? What what would happen if you asked this question about everything you've been procrastinating to do, right? And I think that's an important point, right? It would help you to take action. And how would your goals change if you could find people that could help you achieve everything you wanted in your life? Well, the the thought that I have to that question in response to that question is, you know what? The big challenges in my life or the big goals in my life would feel less daunting if I could um, if I could think in terms of who can help me um, with this. And you would not um, spend your time trying to do everything, right? If you're, if, you know, your income would change, that's really where we think about scaling. Um, And so that is the whole premise of the book. When you look at who, it creates results. But when you focus on how, it creates problems. And how does that create problems, right? Because you're like, how can I do this? And so you start doing too much. And so that is really um, the idea of that. Who creates results? How creates problems? Um, And so that is a key um, piece of this puzzle. So some some key points here in the introduction is, and I think this is a really good one, delegation is not exploitation, right? In order to be successful, you've got to delegate. And that would just be foolish to think otherwise. Um, another key point is that a focus on who really transforms and expands your vision because you start to see what's possible. And often when we are in the work, doing the work, it's actually kind of hard to have perspective. It's hard to see what might be possible and you're weighed down by the many obligations. And so another key point from the introduction is to let the who do the how, right? So let those team members that you gather around you do the how. 
let them work out the details. And so we don't want to be micromanagers. We don't want to be controlling. We want to help them identify what needs to be done. Right. So we identify who, who do, who do we need on our team? And we help identify what needs to be done in collaboration with them. But you leave the how to the individual. This also um, feeds autonomy, which is one of the hallmarks of um, of happy um, happy folks in their work and in their career. So it's really important to pay attention to that, right? No one wants to be micromanaged. So, you know, along with this, they say that if you're going to apply higher levels of teamwork in your life, you'll need to relinquish control over how things get done, right? You just can't be in those details. That's going to be a very ineffective use of your time. And that would be something like I definitely, um, I'm vulnerable here. I, um, I'm too much in the details of the work and I recognize that that's not helpful for me. So transformational leaders give the vision and then get out of the way. So, right, again, you're not in, you're not in the details. So then let's just think quickly about the four parts of the book. So in part one, it is freedom of time. Okay. And so they show you um, who, not how, can give you more time because so focus on who you need because you'll no longer be considered the first or best option to complete a given task. So that really frees you up to do your best work, to do the work only you can do. That's a question I ask myself all the time in my work. What can only I do? And everything else I try to move to um, to my team. And then the second part is the freedom of money, right? And that is focusing on how who can make you more money, right? Because when you enli- when you begin enlisting who's to support your growing goals, you'll no longer be distracted and focused on non-productive activities. Um, making money is a confidence and leadership game and a skill you can develop and master. And I think it's really important to acknowledge like there's nothing wrong with um, with wanting the freedom of money. That's not a problem. And I think sometimes we can feel guilty about that. Um, but that does not need to be a problem. And in fact, when you have freedom of money, you can contribute on a larger scale. There are ways that you can give back that you couldn't if you didn't have the freedom of money. And then the third part is freedom of relationships. So what they say here is that by focusing on who, it will help you cultivate more and better quality relationships. And, you know, this is something that I talked about last week in the podcast that we are an uh, we are the, at the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So you really need to be careful about the relationships that you cultivate. Um, and so as you... As you level up, right, and as you really focus on your goals, you will be required to surround yourself with higher level who's. So that's from the book, right? You'll need better mentors to help you get to the next level. You'll need better, more confident, and more capable employees to take on your increasingly inspiring objectives. And so I think that's really great. And it's not about, you know, some people being better than others or anything like that, but you want people who share your vision and who are inspired by your vision and who want to help you on that vision. Um, so you you know you've just got to pay attention to that um, and 
find those people, seek those people out. And then, of course, the fourth part of the book is um, freedom of purpose, which, of course, I always love discussions about that. But they talk about um, how this focus on who will help you develop a greater and deeper sense of purpose in your life. So your purpose is what you live for. It's why you believe you're here on the planet. And so it's how you define yourself, how you spend your time. And so every time you apply who, not how, your confidence and vision for your future will grow and your sense that you can make a powerful and meaningful impact will increase, which is pretty awesome. And so that is, um, that's how the book is organized. Those are the four key parts of the book. So there are two questions that they ask in the book that I think are really helpful. Uh, well, actually not questions, but um, points when we're thinking about um, the freedom of time, right? And so the first one is that you need to be radically explicit about your goals. And I think most of us aren't. Many of us don't ever write our goals down or when we do write them down, they're pretty darn fuzzy. And that is a real problem because we never actually get into the details of what is required to accomplish that goal. But when we can be radically explicit about our goals, then it becomes a big reality check in terms of, oh my gosh, like I'm not going to be able to do all of that. So who do I need to help me in that process? And so I love that point. Um, and I think it's really helpful. They also use an impact filter, which is a one-page document that helps um, to kind of answer this question in terms of like who can really help me and really get um, get a, a vision, right? Clarify your vision and its importance. And so some of the points that they look at with this impact filter is first, what is the project? Uh, and then we get into purpose. What do you want to accomplish? Um, the second one is importance. What's the biggest difference this will make? Right. So what do you want to accomplish? Why is it important? Then we have the ideal outcome. What does the completed project look like? And then the best result, if you do take action, the worst result, if you don't take action. And then the success criteria, what has to be true when this project is finished. And so I think that is a really helpful way for you to become very radically explicit about your goals. Okay. And then the second point that I just alluded to is a question, and that is ask yourself who can help me accomplish this goal, right? Because then you move into problem solving mode instead of overwhelm mode, right? Like when you have a big goal and you're really explicit about it, it's so easy to be absolutely overwhelmed. But when you can ask who can help me, then you start moving to problem solving. So, you know, with some of the goals that we have in our organization right now, I recognize I needed a who. I needed someone who could help our team to be successful on this goal. And so, right, we hired a consultant um, to help us in that department. And it's been um, a very helpful process for us. And, um, you know, we're also now in the process of looking at 
um, whether we need a new who for our integration team um, so that we can be successful on our goals. Because as it stands, right, like we might not have the resources we need to be successful on these goals that are important and that we've been very explicit about. So the other recommendation that they make is to find who's for all aspects of your life. So, you know, when I think about my own experience, right, like I have a fitness coach, I've been working with her for for many years. Before that, I had a triathlon coach, um, because, you know, it would be naive of me to expect to know and understand everything I need to know for these um, passion pursuits that I have and these interests that I have. And I recognize that not everyone can do that, right? But think about the ways. So first of all, think about the who's you have in your life, whether you pay someone formally to help you like in a formal coaching relationship or whether you have some gurus or some experts on YouTube or other places where you seek them out for their perspective and for their recommendations and for their expertise, right? We want to um, we want to find who's for all aspects of our life, whether that's around nutrition, whether that's around health or fitness, um, whether that's around like marketing consulting or HR support, you know, there's so many who's that can help us along our journey. So the the last point around this is to to really think about how your potential can be virtually limitless when you stop asking how and start asking who. Because, right, you're not trying to do everything by yourself. Um, They say that you can create 10 times or 100 times um, the results, right? Like you can be that much faster and that much more successful when you focus on who. And that you want to apply this principle both personally and professionally. Um, They argue that it can free up thousands of future hours by finding who's. So don't get lost in that trap that sometimes I feel, which is, um, you know, feeling like I don't have the time to find the who. So I might as well just do it myself. Oh, that's so undermining. So we don't want to, um, we don't want to fall into that trap. So they have a challenge um, and that is to um, add at least one who to your goals in the next 90 days in whatever area of your life you choose. By adding a who, your commitment will increase and your behavior will improve. So as a result, your confidence that you can achieve bigger results in that particular area will improve over the next 90 days. And that's actually a very powerful concept, right? When you make a commitment to someone, your chances for success go up because it's not just a commitment to yourself. And so the level of accountability has increased Um, the chances of success go up, right? The feedback you're receiving, the pushing, the accountability required all move up. And so those are some of the key concepts from this great book, Who Not How by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Again, the focus is on um, freedom of time, freedom of money, freedom of relationships, and freedom of purpose. So those are really the core concepts 
like I said, I when I started um, reading this very quickly, I saw how this book and the concepts taught in this book could really uh, make a big difference um, for me in my own business. And I have I've actually been thinking on in the details, right, of what are the next steps and who who do I need um, to help me um, in in the work. And so I hope this book is helpful for you. Um, so head on over to my website where you can um, check out the show notes and the resources. Um, we'll try and see if we can find some links to some great um videos of these gentlemen. Um, they've certainly got a lot of great work out there. And so you can find that at my website um, at www.drmelissasmith.com forward slash who not how. And that's all is one word. So one more time, that's www.drmelissasmith.com forward slash who not how. And, you know, if you have a chance to head on over to iTunes or Spotify, wherever you listen to the podcast and give me a review, I would so appreciate that. Uh, the reviews really help, um, help more people to find the podcast. And I'd also love to hear from you and get, get your thoughts on what you want to hear about and what you think of the podcast. I'm on Instagram at Dr. Melissa Smith. Of course, you can find me at my website um, that I just shared, but I'd love to hear um, what can help you to thrive in love and work. So I'm Dr. Melissa Smith. Remember love and work, work and love. That's all there is until next time. Take good care. 